I'm Sophie. And I'm Emily. Welcome to Hallmark Remarks. Hallmark Remarks. Ba-na-na. Where we go deep about shallow movies. Where we talk all things Hallmark, dating, mental health, and pop culture. We hope you enjoy today's episode. And welcome back this week, everybody. We have a special little catch-up mini-sode for you guys today. We have got to stop using the word mini-sode. They're never mini, but I feel like our normal episodes are like hour plus, but then like mini episodes, we're going to try and keep it to like 40 minutes. We'll see. <laughs> we will see what Hashtag happens. Enneagram sevens. <laughs> Famous last words. Yes. And it's, it's so funny because like there are certain people in my life where I'll say, hey, like what's new? And there's not really much. And it's totally fine. Like mm-hmm. that's no shade. Um, and then if you ask me what's new, it could be like I made the greatest sandwich yesterday. Right. Or it could be like I have a new job. Equally as valid. Any of those. <laughs> like yeah. equally as valid. And so. When somebody needs to, like, have a conversation or chit-chat or whatever, like, my best friend called me earlier, and we chatted for, like, 30 minutes, and, like, we're just cracking each other up about nothing, you yeah. know? <laughs> it's the best. That is literally the best. Um, and, well, and hopefully today we're just giggling, and because yeah. we're recording on a different day, um, I went to the beach yesterday, so that's a fun update. I went to the beach yesterday with, um, it was, like, Employee Appreciation Day, so we met at Virginia Beach, and... Um, there was supposed to be, like, a group dinner, but then we checked the weather, and it was, like, torrential downpour happening soon in Virginia Beach and also in Richmond. So I was trying to drive and get home before that. And um, so I avoided the rain and the dinner. But it was, like, so exhausting because I didn't even leave my house until 9.30. So I get there at noon, and then the rain was starting at 3. And so Uh, my four hours of driving for three hours at the beach. But I'm so happy that I went because I haven't been to the beach, had not been to the beach in years. Like, couldn't tell you the last time. I mean, probably. With us? Yeah. Charleston? Yeah. Yeah. Charleston or, yeah, because I think that was. I feel like it's been between then. Well, because didn't you go technically to the beach um, when you did your Washington trip? Yeah. Um, Yeah. But like beach, beach day. Yeah. You know, sweating and you you didn't get a tan on that beach. (laughs) Not at all. Um, And I did. I avoided a sunburn on this one, too. It was great. Like going to the beach with a a huge group of like estheticians and skincare service providers. We all had big umbrellas like nobody was in the sun. It was so funny. Um, We like big sun hats and sunglasses and then like SPF 70 around. Like we were all sharing sunscreen. It was hilarious, but it was so much fun. Um, so glad I went and I'm just exhausted though. Like I got home last night, we went to dinner and then came home and then I was like in my feels for some reason. And then I realized I started my period today. Um, so I was watching (laughs) Grey's Anatomy and like just sobbing. I'm emotionally very tired. Um, and then it was a long day at work today. So (laughs) like, I don't want to sound like one of those old people. But, and I've, I've been like this for probably like seven years at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but stuff like that is so much fun and also incredibly draining. So like, tired. It, you know, going to work and coming home, I'm, I'm pretty drained. Like that's a lot, you know, I'm, I'm having to focus a lot. I'm having all these conversations with people. It's mostly good. So it's not like this hard, hard stuff. Mm-hmm. We come home and you get in your routine, you know, whatever. 
doing like three or four errands, um, you know, uh, getting a couple of chores down around the house. I'm, I'm KO'd. So, mm-hmm. And then like somebody's like, hey, do you want to do like a half day? We went um, a couple mu- a couple weeks ago to this like random little spot that's like sand with on a lake mm-hmm. with a couple of our friends. Yeah. And we had a great time. It was a Sunday afternoon. I thought I was going to die by like hour three. Literally the sun like, I'm, I'm takes it out of you. Out. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm glad I went and yeah. I would love to go back to the beach and get like a full beach day in. Cause it's really not, I lucked out with my drive on the way there. I didn't hit any traffic. It was like a solid, just two hours, super smooth sailing on the way back. I took the wrong exit. So that was a different story. Um, but then, like, for dinner, we had Red Robin and then got ice cream. So I was like, eh, it's fine. It's great. Um, Heck yeah. But then, of course, I had to... That's the perfect, like, pre-period dinner. <laughs> truly. Um, then, of course, I had to work, like, open to close today. And so for me, that's, like, a 10 and a half hour day. So I was like, Sophie, I did not watch our movie. <laughs> no. Well, um, and also, I'm the one who needed the day change because I'm going on a trip tomorrow for a week. And, um... I forgot we scheduled it for today. Like, I was still in my brain going, yep, tomorrow, while I'm in the air, we're going to be podcasting. (laughs) One day. One day. Like, we're going to figure out. They're going to improve the the plane Wi-Fi or something. And then we're going to be like, coming at you live. Imagine sitting next to somebody uh, podcasting. I would would throw a punch. I would be so mad. I would be so mad. Like, next to some bro that's like, yeah, so, like, we're on this plane. And, like, I could totally land it. Have you seen that trend? (laughs) Yeah. See, it's not fair. For those who don't know, you can't ask your dad yeah, that question. I know. So, for those who don't know, there um, is kind of a, a small little trend of like women texting their their male significant others. <laughs> um, the question: Hey, if like the need arises, uh, do you think that you could land a plane? Mm-hmm. If like you know, <laughs> circumstances were were calling for it, and these like, it's like the audacity, the confidence, and, and it's like. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be pretty, you know, and, and ATC, like, helping me out, like, you know, whatever. And um, I, I, my dad wasn't home for this, but I was ta- telling my mom that, and we were howling. So, for those who don't know, my dad's a pilot for Southwest, was um, a pilot for 21 and a half years in the Air Force, and has been flying commercially for, I think, like, 17 years now. Yeah. Um, he'll retire in a few years. So, pro- so, I would say about 40 years of, you know, being a pilot. And she and I are like, I said, D- can you land a plane? She's like, no. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> like, we have been around a serious pilot for, you know, all these years. And yeah. we're like as clueless as the next person. <laughs> it's so funny. Those videos that are like, I landed the plane and like talking to ATC yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, there's so many buttons. There's like degrees involved. Like you need yes. so much yes. training. Um, my dad, I mean, my dad could literally retire and become a meteorologist. That's like, you right. have to study you have to study weather just as much as you're studying how to fly a plane, which I, makes complete sense when you think about it. But yeah, which I'm so happy that that is part of it. Yeah. Um, I one day I just got super curious and I just Googled like how many planes are in the air right now. And there is a specific uh-huh. like radar website or whatever where you can literally see all the planes in yeah. the air at one time. It's terrifying. Yeah. yeah, it's it's honestly like why hovercrafts will probably never be a thing. Yeah. Because it's already, yeah, it's like already insane how many planes are in the air all the time and how fast they go. And anyway, I, we digress. It blew my mind. I was like, that's the scariest thing ever. (laughs) Yes. Well, speaking of planes, I will be, me and and Haley, 
speaking of one. <laughs> so guess what? If something happens, guys, I, I got it. I can land You're this fine. plane. If I if that ever happens, I hope that somebody pulls up this clip. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's like she predicted it. Um, <laughs> Knock on wood. Yeah. So Haley and Haley and I are going out to Utah. We go at once a year. Well, I mean, I go every year, but Haley went last year with me and wanted to go again this year. Um, it's Young Living's Convention. Uh, it's a network marketing company that I work for. Love it. And there's always, like, new product that comes out, so I'm, like, stoked. But also, it's one of those things where, like, even though I live close-ish to, like, several people that go to convention, we don't make the time to, like, see each other yeah. until we're at convention. Yeah. So it's always a fun, like, reunion, connecting with others yeah. time. Um, and so, anyway, we're going there, and it's, like, almost a week that we're gone and then Haley will fly from Utah to Tennessee with my mom. So she'll have two weeks with my family. Um, and my dad's actually like grounded yeah. <laughs> right now because, um, he had surgery on his, um, bicep. So he like can't fly minimum for the next like three months. Um, it might be, you know, longer. It will likely be longer because of like physical therapy and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so this will be the first time that she's ever spent like a chunk of time at home. My dad's been home the whole time. That's great. He's going to love that. Yeah. Yeah. As much as he's going to yeah. pretend that like Haley's getting on his nerves, he's going to love that yeah, yeah, so yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. He's, Oh, I, I don't know what I want to do. You guys go do whatever you want. And then he like tags along. <laughs> or like, I feel like he's going to just, be like, go get me, go get me some water from the fridge. Like, like back in yeah. the hall yeah. <laughs> when he's completely yeah. capable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thousand percent. Um, and she's so like, she, she's chill. As long as people are around, if, if she's like by herself, she gets bored really easy. Yeah. But if she's like hanging out with my parents and my older brother and like, she's got a couple of friends there in Tennessee now, um, she can be sitting doing nothing or they can be going and doing a bajillion things. So she'll have a good time. Yeah. But you know, um, Outside of, you know, convention and all that kind of stuff, there was something else this month that had me completely stoked. And I was looking forward to it for weeks and weeks. And um, it happened this past Friday. And um, that was Taylor Swift's re-release of Speak Now. <sighs> um, Emily, would you like to regale us with uh, your thoughts and your feelings from Friday to now of the re-released album and her new songs? I have a lot of feelings. Um, so... I've talked about it on here before about how I was like a diehard Swifty for her first two albums. And then Speak Now was the album that I I listened to the the singles that were released, um, like Mean, Enchanted, Back to December, like all of those really popular ones. Um, but that's when my like Swifty status started dwindling a little bit yeah Yeah, like I didn't keep up as much with like who each song was specifically about other than those singles like obviously back to December we know that's Taylor Lautner like we know all Mm -hmm. these other ones um Dear John blah 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 but I didn't really know like the full drama so I didn't really consider myself a Swifty at that time but like I said since she went back on tour it's just been reignited and Mm. I feel like I love the memes I see where everybody's like um talking about uh, my 26-year-old self is so happy to listen to Speak Now for the first time for the second time. Like, <laughs> you get to hear yep. it from, like, different perspective, like, different ears. Um, but, oh, my gosh, it's so good. It's such a good album. Yeah. I And it's so cool to listen to songs like this, too, and know what age she was at when she wrote the album, like, ages 18 to 20. And now she's um, 32, 33 I can't remember exactly but um 
she she's 32. 32. She well, she posted when she posted the other day. She said my 32 year old self or something. That's like right. That. Yeah. Um, and so it's just really cool to see like so many of them still apply just to different parts of our lives um, and different times, and they can apply in different ways. And it's just I I love how like her lyricism and just like her writing. It just really it's nostalgic, but also so relevant at the same time. Um, so a few standout songs to me, other than those like main singles, I have to pick this up. Um, and I also really like the vault tracks. Um, like, oh gosh. Yeah. They're so good. They're so good. Um, I know which one you're talking about. I'm going to let you talk about that one. But, um, when Emma falls in love, is just so sweet. Like I love Mm. her songs that just tell like a random story. What's the song where she talks about, um, you know, the line when you're 15, you're going to, they're going to tell you they love you. 15. Yeah. The song yeah. 15. Okay, from so it's Fearless. 15. Yeah. It's so good. So that one, you listen to it. And while she's singing about somebody else and even names, I forgot what they what her friend's name is. Abigail. Um, like Abigail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you're like, you are either Taylor or you're Abigail, you mm-hmm. know, like you are able to just insert yourself into that and go, Oh, I totally know what that's like. Or I know the consoling the friend who has yeah. gone through that, you know, like whatever. Um, and when Emma falls in love gave me the same kind of just cozy, like feeling you're like, Oh, that was lovely. So good. So, um, haunted is, I forgot how good of a song haunted was, is, um, the violins just really slap in there. Mm -hmm. It's so cinematic Mm -hmm. and so, so good. Long live is obviously amazing. And all Mm. of these, I mean, I feel like like, struggling not to like start singing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Why you gotta be so mean. I know. And then did you see on social media, like what she did at her Kansas city concert on the night of the album release where she brought out. You're talking about when, yeah, Taylor Lautner. Yeah, Taylor Lautner, Joey King. King, I didn't know who the other person was. Me either. I think she was also in the main music video. She was, yeah. Um, she and Joey were in the mean video, like from like years ago, like nine years ago. I and feel then like this, th- like hormonally, it was the right time for this album to come out for me <laughs> because it put me so in my feels. Like somebody yeah. was saying how um, both Taylor Lautner and Taylor Swift kind of got to heal part of that, like themselves from back in the day, because he had mentioned previously that he regretted not standing up for her at the VMAs. Um, And then, you know, recently he got to speak on stage about how great of a person she is. And then she obviously has rekindled this, like, great friendship with him and his wife. And so people were like, oh, my gosh, like, Taylor Swift got to apologize in a way to Taylor Lautner and have that moment. And he got to stand up for her on stage and, like, speak about what great of a person she is. And, like, I sobbed. So I was like, very full circle. Yeah. It's healing something. And also just like, yeah. And there's like talks about, you know, Harry Styles and her are, you know, looking to like make a song, which I mean, that, that needs to happen. I would die. Um, But she and, you know, she she and Harry had dated for a while. She and Taylor had dated for a while. Like there's some people that, you know, you were just recognized. Like she even said, um, John Mayer is who like some of the not so great songs are about mm-hmm. from speak now um from when she had dated him and she actually had to post recently like y'all don't pick on i am it. not re-recording these songs because i still have feelings for these guys yeah. like or i still have like frustrating feelings towards these guys like 
I'm doing it so I can own them. So mm-hmm. don't like, you don't need to go after them. Like there's no animosity. There's no, not, you know, these were just what I wrote at the time. And I love these songs and I love that you love these songs, but don't like go, you need to calm down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Truly. And, and like, but at the same time, and so I'm totally glad that she did that. Cause you know, that perspective is needed. Um, but at the same time, you know, you've got Taylor Lautner, by the way, whose wife is named Taylor. <laughs> yes. So there's two. There, it's he. They call her Tay. Tay. So you got Taylor Lautner, Tay Lautner, and then Taylor Swift. Um, and they did the Spider-Man pose, which was so, so funny. funny. We all each other. Um, but you know, Taylor Lautner and Tay Lautner have a podcast. I've not listened to it, but they both were on a podcast I listened to, and just the way they talk to each other is just so normal and casual, you know, whatever. And then he's been in interviews lately where people have been talking about Speak Now coming out. Mm-hmm. And he said, they said, are you nervous? And he goes, no, but I'm just praying for John. I know. <laughs> and that clip went viral, like absolutely went crazy. And he was not on TikTok. So he sent Tay, his wife, a video of him getting on his hands and knees in <laughs> like his hotel robe and like praying. <laughs> Um, and she put the sound from his interview over top of that and that like blew up and he was talking about that recently. And you can tell with somebody's like attitude and like body language and the way they're talking about something, how just like, you know, moved on and like, it is what it is. Like that's just kind of the attitude. Mm -hmm. So I loved seeing that it wasn't just that it wasn't just like little tidbits here and there, but like a whole flipping music video. Oh yeah. And like him coming on stage. I was, oh, I loved it. So Anyway, so the Speak Now album, two things about it. One, me and my friends, um, inspired by you going to, like, your kind of concert type thing, um, we went to a, like, rollerblading, roller skating night at a fun quest near us, and we all, like, dressed up in, like, a theme, you know, um, for the night and just rollerbladed around and had a great time. Um, belting out the the problem is we got there during like evermore being played and they yeah. played basically like album by album and as we were leaving they were finally getting in to speak now and so i was like singing along to every song but i was exhausted right um so that was really fun that was friday so that was day that it released so it was very like taylor day mm-hmm. for us um but the so all the songs i agree with everything you said Mean is, like, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I've always loved it. Back to December. Um, I actually don't, have not known hardly anything about Taylor until, like, a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't consider myself a Swifty. Um, I just consider myself a social media consumer. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I just know random crap. She's just taking but, over the world. It's fine. Right. But her debut and um, Speak Now and Fearless, those are three of my favorite albums from her because I knew almost nothing about her life. And so every single one of those songs remind me of like something about my life, yeah. you know? And so I, they're complete nostalgia. Um, there's like super fond memories or like, oh yeah, I was going through like a friendship break, a breakup during like that time, you know, whatever. Um, so this was just a really nostalgic, you know, Haley knew most of the songs, you know, kind of fun, fun experience. Um, but there's a song. <laughs> That, like, I've listened to, like, four times today, and it just wrecks me every time. It's called Foolish One, mm. and it's from her vault, and I've called it the Situationship Anthem. <laughs> yeah. Um, because there, like, there's lines in it where she talks about, um, like, you get the lesson and she gets the ring. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. Gutted. Talks about, my, I'm holding my cards on the table, you're holding yours in your hand, you mm-hmm. know? And I'm not going to, like, dive into it. Uh, Emily knows the actual details, but... I have had a sprinkle situationship for like years and years and years. And, um, you know, 
it was one of those things where like we were solid friends, you know, whatever. But found out recently that the situation shipper is um, in a relationship, and I just kind of have a gut feeling that this is it. Like yeah. this is the one that he's going to be with, um, and that is okay. Like that is, you know, fine. Um, it's allowed, but uh, <laughs> you know, I've been uh, feeling things yeah. and sorting through it all. You know, whatever. So I hear that, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, she even says, when will you learn your lesson? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't think I know. don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> and, yeah, and I said the word placeholder. I feel like I've been a placeholder for this person for mm-hmm. years. And I kind of knew it at the time, and I let it happen because yeah. situationships can also, like, feel good at the moment um, or in the moment. So, anyway, listening to a Foolish One, like, a handful of days after I find out about, like, the relationship, I was like, Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> but I mean, how wild that she wrote that at like sixteen. Yeah, like you know, such or something. A young age. Yeah, and like fourteen years later, it's applying to my thirty-year-old life. Like yeah. that is bonkers. That is bonkers just like, I mean, you can be a fan of hers or not, and I know some people are really annoyed with like how much she's just inundated the world, especially as of late with her Eros tour and stuff. But like. If you really sat down and, like, just read or listened to the lyrics of her songs, which that's some of my favorite videos to watch on TikTok now. Are yes, like, me too. <laughs> it's this one guy. It's this guy having his best friend sit down with him and listen to the lyrics. And, like, the guy who's who's showing his friend is not, like, a diehard Swifty. He has, like, a little bit of knowledge, but he's heard the songs, you know, once or twice or kind of has a broad sense of what they are. And his friend is, like, completely new. And so it is just so, it's so cool to see how many people react to this. And they're like, say what you want about her. But like, if you really let yourself feel (laughs) like you'll find something in these songs to like help you connect with your, your inner child, they'll help you connect and like process something really difficult that's going on in your life. And like, they force you to reflect and, and kind of acknowledge some feelings and, so I think that's just powerful songwriting and like artistry and just like, just, she just seems like a person who is such a good human that she can tap into those emotions in herself and then like be brave enough to share them with us. And then we're all like, Oh my God. Talks about there's like, I forgot what it's called, but it's when she came out with folklore and did like a, um, Disney it's on Disney plus where Mm -hmm. they're like, you know she's talking and it's a series and you know whatever but she talks about how sometimes she'll just be sent the music and like she creates a story in her head you know that she starts writing for Mm -hmm. i love that kind of stuff that is really cool poetry has never been my thing yeah It, it just i'm very literal um when i read you know that kind of stuff it just kind of flies over my head um, so folklore and evermore, there are some songs on there that are like so good, but there are some that I recognize is because of the kind of more poetic yeah. script that she uses just yeah. kind of fly over my head or my brain isn't like following it as well. But I will be like the first to say, but, but she's a genius. Right. Like, oh my gosh. Um, and I have like several huge Swifty like f- fan friends who are, will admit they're like, it's not that she's just the world's greatest singer. Yeah. You know, you've got like Adele and Beyonce. <laughs> You're yeah. just like, uh, you kill everything you touch. Um, but it's like, she knows how to put on a phenomenal show. She mm-hmm. knows how to write songs that really like, you know, resonate with people, that kind of stuff. So 
anyway, yeah, I mean, it was good. It, I love her older stuff. Um, I'll always be like early era, huge, huge, huge Taylor Swift fan. Mm-hmm. And I will listen to her new stuff. But Foolish One, which was from the vault. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, she's like releasing, re-releasing her albums. But there's some songs that she didn't release at the time because, you know, albums are usually like 12 to 15 songs, you know, whatever. Um, and so naturally, like that might have been something at the time that she wrote, but it wasn't one that made the cut. Now she's going back, realizing, no, I like this. And so I think it was like a 22 song album. Um, and it hit number one album day released and that, and I think only a handful of country albums have ever done that. Yeah. Cause this one is still considered in the country genre. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I I know she's going to redo all of them, but I think what's left is Reputation, 1989, and Debut. Um, Yeah. I I think she's going to do 1989 next, but, like, I really, really, really want to hear her as, like, a 32, 33-year-old sing all of the songs that she recorded when she was, like, 16, like a baby for Debut. Um, Yeah. Especially singing songs like, um, well, 15 was on, on Fearless, but like Teardrops yeah. on My Guitar. And then um, mm-hmm. there's a song from Debut. It's called Stay Beautiful. That was my favorite song mm. from that entire album. Mm. Um, I feel like that album didn't get as many of the the singles because that's when she was like opening yeah. up for opening yeah. up for like Rascal Flatts, yeah. like <laughs> whoever. So Is Tim McGraw? Is Tim McGraw on that album? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bet you a million dollars he's going to sing with her again on the on the, oh, on the re-record has to. He loves her. I was telling yeah. Haley that um, he did like a social media live something, and somebody said like, you know, are you still like friends with Taylor Swift or something like that? And he was like, yeah, with Taylor, unless you do something to her, she's just in your life forever. Right. And he just said it so fondly, <laughs> like <laughs> I love just that. loves her, and like yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, I hope I hope he does like even several songs with her. How yeah. cool would that be? Yeah. This is a new unofficial Taylor Swift podcast, everyone. <laughs> But it basically every time it comes out, almost every time it comes out, we we have to do like a chill yeah. podcast. And so we're like, oh, we can talk about yeah. the new album. Uh, we just talked about it for like 17 minutes. It's great. Um, it's great. If you haven't listened to Foolish One and you uh, have been situation shipping yourself, I recommend. Cuts deep. Be prepared to feel some it things. Deep. That's all I got to say. Yeah. It'll be a be, prompt. Be prepared to have a little Taylor Swift slap on the face. <laughs> the, the only slap in the face that I ever want is that. Truly, truly. That is so funny. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I finished um my cross stitch project. I've been loving all the Did you see my post the other day? I voted (laughs) on I think I voted on one of them. Okay, so here's here's the whole story. So there's this cross stitch that I did that is in like a smaller hoop. I mean it's like a small to medium size hoop. And it took me months. And hours and hours and hours, and I was, like, paying attention. I'd be watching, like, a movie, and I can listen to a movie and, like, do my project at the mm-hmm. same time. No big deal, you know? I would travel with it. So if I was in Tennessee, I'd have it, yeah. and I'd be working on it. It's nice hours. and small, took compact. Me- yes, yes. It took me months, but it took it. Oh. Anyway, super fun. I say, like, it's, I say that like it's a bad thing. There's no rush for any of these projects yeah. I do. So I, I didn't care. But I say all that to give context for this. So the other day... I did a poll, that's what you're talking about, between two projects that are next. One is a cr- another cross-stitch, but it's a very simple one, shouldn't take me too long. And one is, like, an embroidery one. And 
as I was looking at it, I was going, oh, I kind of need a break from cross-stitch, you know, whatever. So I started talking about it, and I remembered that I have this other embroidery project, or uh, cross-stitch project that I was like, oh, shoot, that's going to take me a long time. And I started talking about it on my stories. <laughs> and it's this, like, winter landscape by, like, this, like, pond lake, and it's nighttime, and the, uh, you know, um, the, what are the green lights at, um, in the sky? The what Aurora Borealis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the Northern Lights. Um, and so the Northern Lights. And I'm like, okay. And then there's this like cabin that's lit up. And in my brain, it was like a Christmas cabin. It's actually not. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> but it's Christmas still cabin. like, right. But it still absolutely can be Christmas, you yeah. know? And so anyway, I was telling my friends Tori and Amanda at the like skating stuff. I was like, oh, that that's a beast. Like it's going to take me so long. So all my stories, I'm like, oh yeah, this whole thing. And I, you know, this is going to take me forever. Do I do it now? Do I do it later? You know, whatever. So I decide I'm going to open up the fabric that is like the, the actual size of this massive project yeah. to see what I've gotten myself into. <laughs> it is like four to six times <laughs> the size that that sunset Your tiny <laughs> project that you just was. Did. Oh my gosh. And I just, all I posted was the the sunset pit, um embroidery thing on top of that fabric the new like project fabric and i just put what have i done <laughs> so you're just gonna be cross-stitching a quilt like a king-size quilt at this point <laughs> <laughs> no it's not a king-size quilt it's not that big um <laughs> but it is i think like 12 by 16 and this the hey. one i had just done what is that i mean it's, it's round so but like <laughs> it can't be more radius than like three inches <laughs> you know what I mean so like it's so small compared um but I had a friend that reached out to me and I love this idea so I think I'm going to commit to this where she said every like Hallmark movie you watch you should work on like the project during that time and I was like you know what since there's like 200 yeah Hallmark movies that come out every Christmas like that's what I'm going to be doing so once it gets cold, I'm going to pull out that project and I'm going to start That's working on it. a great idea. It. I'm hoping I could get it done, like, in the winter months. I, yeah. I spend way more time working on those projects in the winter months yeah, than like, um, this time of year. When you don't have all of your outdoor, like, your gardenings and things like that to right. do, I feel like... That's the perfect And it's dark thing. at 7. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah, it's, like, almost 8 o'clock and it's still so bright outside. Um, yep. have, you seen, have you seen those things where people will crochet, like, a, a temperature blanket? Yeah. I think those are so cool. I just don't think I would those have... Those are really cool, yeah. Even though it's, like, one row a day, I've seen it where people miss a few days and they have to catch up and they're doing, like, eight rows and it's the blankets get so long. But when they're done, it's beautiful. Like, if you stick to a certain color, like, yep. uh, you yep. know, color family scheme, I love that. And I, I'm looking right now yeah. at my tote bin full of yarn that I have yep. accumulated over the years. Yep. Where I, I made a yep. red scarf when, when her red yep. album came out because I didn't want to spend $50 on a red scarf. I just made my own. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Dollar well, Tree. Maybe well, maybe what you should do is start it. Like, some people start it in, like, January. Mm -hmm. You know, so they do January, December. But start it in a month that you have, like, not much going on. Mm -hmm. um, so I know I – and January tends to be kind of that month because it's, like, post-holidays. Yeah. Um, but I find that I have, like, way more of a solid routine in September. Yeah. Even though it's like a little bit crazy and we're like kind of running around like, hey, we'll play volleyball, you know, whatever. Um, I still kind of know like I'll be home and I usually do this thing mm -hmm. and I'm like settled. Um, so maybe if you do that, start it in a month where you're like, oh, no, like and it's the getting started and getting in the routine. Mm -hmm. Once you have that, then if you miss like 
two days, you're fine. Also, it doesn't have to be huge. Everybody's making blankets no. that are like from end to end of this room that I'm standing in when really it doesn't have to be that big. <laughs> so no. it'll obviously eventually get, you know, 365 rows yep. of, but I just am imagining like the summer months of Virginia and it's like all red. Or like all orange yes. from like yes. for like nine. Well, rows. and yeah, to explain, if you don't know what we're talking about, you have like a little um, key that you make for yourself, and um, each range of temperature has like a certain yarn color. So like a um, hundred plus degrees would be red, and you can choose whatever the heck colors you want. Um, and then ninety to a hundred would be another color, like orange. Yeah. And then eighty to ninety would be, you know, yellow, whatever, all the way down to you know below zero or yeah. something. Um, and which you know, if I go like snowboarding, sometimes yeah. it's below zero, especially so, if it's a travel whatever. a travel winter blanket. Yeah. Like, but I think it would be a genius thing to make as a an expecting mom. Yeah. And like every day of of like being pregnant yeah you make a baby blanket so like it's small and then that baby know like knows that you know and then every single time that you get pregnant unless you randomly get pregnant the same month every year yeah uh, every time your the the schemes will be different because if you get pregnant in september yeah baby number one but then in april you get pregnant with baby number two Mm -hmm. a different year then the start and finish will look different. Yeah. You know, so they'll all have their own unique ones. That's so fun. I think that would be genius. That's super yeah. cute. Um, yeah, yeah, I just, like, have this big old thing of yarn. Maybe I'll do that for, like, yeah, like, people who just got engaged or something and, like, do one for between their engagement as long as they're not engaged for, like, four years or something. <laughs> like, I couldn't do that. Well, with how venues are right now, like, uh, people – because it's post-pandemic – cancellations yeah. are still causing issues. They'll, they'll probably cause issues until like towards the end of 2025. Yeah. Um, and so if people are like serious about, I want this specific date and I want this specific venue, they're having a, um, to book it like two years out. Yeah. Which I'm like, yeah, pull like a Monica Geller and like, just put your name down even though you're not engaged. <laughs> really? I mean, seriously. Um, th- my, one of my friends actually just got engaged a couple, maybe a week ago, maybe less than a week ago. And they're both like, no, we want to do a micro wedding or elope before the end of the year. Um, and uh, yep. respect, like, honestly. Yes. I love that. Or people it's, will. It's wild. They'll get married and elope. And then, like, six months later, they'll have a party or something like that. Um, my friends who the trip were going on in December, um, they eloped in April. And then a big group of us are going to Arizona in December people who like would have been in the wedding party and or invited to the wedding are just going to take a trip together and kind of treat it like a combination of like a bachelorette bachelor and also like wedding fun. So there some days might yeah. be themed outfits and like there's going to be, you know, like group outings and we're going to do the typical, like, you know, we might get one of those like little drink pedal cart things yes. or like, Whatever, but um, it's we're going to Scottsdale, and I know that that's like a big destination for oh. bachelorette parties and stuff I've seen. So I I don't know what to expect at all, but I'm so excited. And we just like got kind of an email today about possible things we could be doing. Um, I'm just excited. I'm just excited to go yeah. somewhere that's warm. No, in I feel that. <laughs> yeah, I I get where I'm like I just like being home. I like getting stuff done. I like you know chilling. But every single time I, like, go somewhere, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I did this. Yeah. Like, 
as much as I love, I, I loved travel in my early 20s, and I hate saying it like that, like I'm so old, and I'm not. I do really love traveling, but there is something about, like, you just kind of start settling into, like, I have really settled into my house. I've got about 100 projects I could work on at any given moment. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, that's what I want to be doing. But then every time I get going, I just did that trip to Boone, you know, with all yeah. my girlfriends. Um, going to Tennessee every time we go, I'm like, oh, this is not convenient. But I'm like so excited to see my family. And then as I'm there, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad. Yeah, we came. yeah, that's how I felt about going to the beach yesterday. And then yeah. I know that the last big trip I took was when I went out west a couple years ago. Mostly any trip I take, the few days leading up, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this at all. Like I don't. It's gonna be stressful. It's gonna be exhausting. But then same thing. I'm like so happy when I'm there and. I remember on that trip especially, I was so careful every single day to just be super mindful about where I was, taking it all in. Because I was also about to, like, start a new job when I got back. I was mo- I had just moved or was about to move when I got back from this trip and all these things. So I was really just like, no, focus on where you're at right now because you planned this and you're going to enjoy this. <laughs> so I um, – yeah. and I might have to work up my tolerance a little bit between now and December on, like – actually taking like a mini trip or something to get used to it. Um, Cause I feel like that's not talked about either where you, you have to all train for a trip almost <laughs> like with being away and prepping you for do. it. And then I even saw, I've been seeing like these really funny like reels and posts and stuff where people are like, uh, my toxic tree is <laughs> um, I'll say, Oh my gosh, I need a break. And then I'll plan a trip where we are up early every day. Literally every single minute of our day is completely packed full of random stuff. And we come back more exhausted than when we left. <laughs> my, yeah. And I will say, I talked about this with my um, birthday trip, but even like going to Utah for convention, what we found is like we get up, you know, get get ready to go, go do like hit the ground hard, and then by like four thirty we're just done for the day. Yeah. And I'm like that is perfect because then we come home, we shower, we eat, we might like watch a movie, go to bed early. Yeah. And I'm like, that's how you do a trip where it doesn't wear you out. But also post trip hangovers as I call them you know you can have zero alcohol and still have a post trip hangover totally um I usually will take a half day or a day off after I get back um just to kind of do that transition nicely yeah I uh I know most people are going from like December 2nd all the way through the 11th of this trip I will not be doing that I'm gonna be the second through the eighth so it's like six days okay um and I I finagled it to be where when I return, I still have two days off of work normally. Like yes. I still have my normal yes. two days off um, or at least a day. And so yeah. I did that on purpose because yep. I'm going to yep. recoup. And the goal, yep. the goal is to not take, like we'll have to take some cute outfits here and there, but like I, I managed to pack really well for a whole week in the Pacific Northwest when it was like layers of clothing and cold so my goal, because airline prices are a little crazy, and I got yep. one that was not, like, you don't get a free check bag with mine or something. It was, like, $60 to check a bag. And so yep. I'm going to just get, like, I'm going to do my two carry-ons and call it a day. <laughs> and, like, we're going to roll the clothes and just shove them in everywhere that I can. <laughs> and yep. wear my hiking yep. boots on the plane. <laughs> 
I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that's chunky, you wear while you travel. Literally, it put make me look like that kid. I don't care. Like, I'm going to wear yeah. so many, that oh, kid from Christmas arms, Story. Stiff arms, like, Yep. <laughs> but I'm so excited. So it'll be um, it'll be a great little post-summer getaway when it's cold yeah. here in Virginia. I get to go to Arizona. Yeah. Well, in Virginia, it might still be warm. Um, you never know around <laughs> Fair. here. Fair. I have sweat, I've been sweating on Thanksgiving. So That's true. And then also, I have been snowed in on thanksgiving yeah like i said you never know never know um but that you know that's about it uh we hope that we've inspired you to go listen to speak now um we hope that your beach days are longer than three hours (laughs) yeah and that whatever situation ship you're in dies a quick and painless death (laughs) exactly or it blossoms into something better but you know amen amen and amen (laughs) (laughs) and the next week all right have a great week We'll yeah, but say have a great week. We are going to uh, hang on. Let me pull up the list. We were going to do love to the rescue tonight, but we're going to do that next week. Um, we'll be back, and I'll be back from my Utah trip, so everybody can hear all about that. And yep. of course, because we're Enneagram Sevens, we always have anything and everything that we can share that's exciting in our lives. Exactly. So, everyone, have a great week, and catch you next time. Bye. <laughs> Thanks again for hanging out with us here at Hallmark Remarks. If you like this episode, it would mean the world to us if you left a review so our podcast can find its way to new listeners who can join in on the fun. And while you're at it, don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at Hallmark underscore Remarks pod and on Pinterest at Hallmark Remarks. That's where we'll not only post about movies we'll be reviewing, but also keep you up to date on our lives and other exciting things. And if you have movie suggestions, thoughts, or want to send us pictures of your pets, email us at hallmarkremarkspodcast at gmail.com. And as always, never forget that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie.